whoever believes in me, though he die, man said he die, yet he shall live. You know my time is running out. All right, one more. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It does not matter what happened to me by the word of man because Christ died. He switched it on Adam. Adam made sin and made us be dying. That's all we had coming. Then Christ died, a perfect man who did not sin and gave us the right to be able to be saved. Then he was risen from the dead and he conquered death for us. If Christ said you dead, whoa, Lord, don't let that happen. But whatever man says, it's what God says. Amen. I am so grateful for he has risen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, Bishop, that Holy Spirit is working. I tell you, when you brought your, your, your grand nephews up here, that was where I was going with my testimony this morning. Ooh, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. I'm going to start out with Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and he is old, he will not depart from it. Growing up as a child with my grandparents, all I knew was when, it's, when they spoke about Easter Sunday, whoo, we was dancing. We was alive thinking about the goodness and the clothes and the shoes and all the newness, the material newness. It was something to be happy and shout about. We was looking forward to it. We were looking forward to rehearsing the scripture for Easter Sunday, as a child, growing up, going to the front of the, the, the church, and sometimes probably even forgetting the speech, but the elders would always say, happy Easter Sunday if you forget. And I remember that, and I remember the spirit. Ooh, just being there, not knowing all the true revelation in regards to Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. And so I just want to say I thank God for all of my grandparents and all the people along the way that they showed me the way they tried to instill in me uh, about that good news of the gospel of Jesus. I just thank God that we have young people here today. Uh -huh. They might not know everything, the revelation that we have here as, as, as older people, but keep bringing them. Keep bringing them. 
Let them sit in the house of the Lord. Let them hear the word of God over them. Because that's what allowed me to be alive today. As uh, the sister say, she said, he's alive. He is alive today. And I thank God for being alive in me today. Thank you, Jesus. Now I know the ABCs of accepting and believing and confession of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe in the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And I'm going to leave you with Mark 16 and 6. And he said to them, do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See, here it is, the place where they laid him. In the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God, we just thank you for salvation by grace through faith. In the name of Jesus, Lord, Father God, have your way in our lives today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I like to talk with my hands. That's why I got to put it up here. I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up. And I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Hallelujah. 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 Why is our hearts filled with praise? Why is our hearts filled with praise? It's bittersweet today, but we got to rejoice in his resurrection. Amen. I want you guys to go to Romans 12 and 1. And just stay right there for a second. In everybody's life, we all have thorns on our head. We all have nails in our hands. We've all gotten beaten before. Amen. But the Bible says, by his stripes, we are healed. Amen. He got beaten so we won't have back pain, amen? He got the 72 thorns so we can deal with our migraines, amen? And even though the Roman soldiers may not have carried us to the cross, maybe life has carried you to the cross, amen? And we all deal with it on an individual level. But that's why we're here today, because he is God of God. He is Lord of Lord. He is King of Kings, amen? And somebody should be thankful for that. He saved my life and he saved everybody's life. Amen. But it just don't start with just joy. It starts with love. When God gives you love, he gives you joy. When he gives you joy, he gives you strength. When he gives you strength, he gives you power. When he gives you power, he gives you an anointing. And when he gives you that anointing, he gives you an assignment. Amen. So his assignment was to die on that cross. He could have came down and said, Father God, I'm tired. I don't want to carry these burdens of these people that do not accept me. Amen. It wasn't real to me until I had a son myself. 
And I don't know if I love anybody in this world enough for him to lay down his life for anybody. Amen. But I thank God that he did. Amen. I thank God that he died. I thank God that he rose. But I thank God that he's not on the cross anymore. Amen. Your problems are not on that cross anymore. Your depression is not on that cross anymore. Your issues, your sins are not on that cross anymore. That's why he came. That's why he died. Amen. Amen. So we got to thank God for that. And we talk about the kids and everything. I was a child once. And all I knew about is the candy and the eggs on Easter Sunday. Amen. But it's something sweeter than that candy. Amen. It's something sweeter than those eggs, Lord God. It's Jesus Christ that rose from the dead. Amen. We got to be thankful for that. This is a good thing that he's done for us. Amen. So when we go on through this day, we got to thank God for what he's doing in our life. We got to know this is the reason we are here today. It's been plenty of times we could have been dead. We could have been gone. And I'm not going to be before you long, but we could have been gone out of here. But three minutes is just not enough to tell you how good God is. Amen. If you, if you notice, I do not have a Bible up here. I have my phone, and I haven't even looked at the phone. Because when God is in you, when he's been so good to you, you don't need notes. You don't need quotes. You don't need all these other things because when that word is hidden in your heart, it becomes real. It becomes real to your situation. It becomes real to your children. You got to be walking in the word. You got to talk in the word. You got to live that word of God. Amen. Now let's go to Romans real quick. And I won't be for you for you long. Amen. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, this is the NIV, amen, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, for this is your reasonable service, amen, amen. When God, when Jesus was on the cross, he didn't give a little bit of love. Pastor Rudy, he didn't give a little bit of joy. He didn't give a little bit of grace. He gave it all. So why don't we give our all to God? Everything that you're holding on to, let it go. Give it all to God. Your problems, give it all to God. Give your situation to God. I give my son's problem to God. Me and my wife tried to carry it on our backs like for a burden for a while. And it was strenuous on our marriage, on our relationships outside of our marriage. But God said, hand it over. Your hands are not big as mine. Your love is not as big as mine. Your joy is not big as mine. So that's what we need to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hi, what can I say after that? Mighty, mighty sermon. <laughs> well, I really wasn't prepared. I didn't really sit down and do a lesson. But as we say, God has risen today. And thank God that he sent his only son to forgive us of our sins. Not his sins, our sins. So that is the only thing we should be thankful for. However, my scripture today is Matthew 28, 1. And behold, there was a, earth, a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the wall, from the door, and sat upon it. 
All I can say is, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I had him rising from the dead that day when that stone was rolled back from his tomb. He gave me my life. And all I can talk about is my life every day. What God has done for me every day. I could start. He woke me up this morning. He allowed me to go bathe myself. He allowed me to be able to speak. He allowed me to go fix my breakfast this morning. He allowed me to go fix my husband's breakfast this morning. He allowed me to get on this phone this morning and to send my praises to my friends, my relatives, people in Christ. And as he allowed me to dress myself, he allowed me to get in my car. He allowed me to drive here to the service. He allowed me to fellowship with all his saints here in this room. I can just go on and on and on. But also, my mind, he has my mind in the right place. There are so many people out there, their mind is not in the right place. They're not using the word of God. They're not reaching out to God. They're turning to drugs, they're turning to alcohol, they're turning to prostitution, they're turning to everything in the world. They're killing up each other, they're robbing each other. All we can do is pray that they too shall come to know that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I say all this in God's mighty name, amen. He rose. He, he was crucified. He had to carry his cross. He had to walk up that long hill. He was talked about. He was spit on. He was disrespected. But, but, he came down from that cross. Through, he, through the burial. His resurrection. He rose in three days yeah. with all power in his hand. Yeah. He rose for you. He appears when he when he came when he came up on the resurrection and he appeared. He appeared to Thomas. He appeared to Mary. He appeared to you. Christ is not dead. He still appears to you. He still talks to you. He still walks with you. Don't put him in the back burner. Jesus is alive. Jesus still saved. Yes. Jesus still revives. Yes. Jesus still everlasting, everlasting. Yes. He's not dead. No. You're not dead. If you're in Christ, you are a new creature. Yes. All things have to go. Yes. Behold the new man and woman. Yes. You're not dead. Get it in your get it in your heart. Get it in your mind. We are not dead. God. We have life everlasting. Yes. We have eternal, we have eternal home. Whatever you're seeking, whatever you need. Whatever you your desires for, take it to give it to Jesus. Hey. It will come to pass. Get your hopes up. What do you hope for? What do you hope for? You got to hope in the things of Christ. You got to hope in Christ Jesus. 
Amen. 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 I won't be to you long, but I had to. I had to. The Lord been dealing with me. He said, "What? What are you hoping for? You hoping for the things that's not eternal? You hoping for the earth, the earthy things that's gonna pass away? What are you hoping for? What did you? What did you? What did you build there? What? Where's your strength? What are you hoping for? Like, like, like my sister said, you want to have a good mind. He carry your burdens. He carried those burdens. Yeah. We're not built to carry that. Yeah. He carried the burden. He, that's why he went on the cross. Right. He died for everything. He said, I will carry your burdens. Right. Your burdens are light. Right. Your grace is sufficient. Yeah. Your burdens are light. Your grace is sufficient. I don't care what you're dealing with. Relationships, I don't care what you're going to. Stop trying to figure it out for yourself. Put Jesus in the mix. Like Jonathan Nelson said, make room for two. You got to make room for two. It can't just be you and nobody else. You got to make room for Jesus Christ in your life. You got to hope for Jesus Christ to guide you and direct you in every walks of your life. Hallelujah. I'll be reading, um, coming out of um, Romans 5, 1, 5. And he's talking about uh, Paul talking to the Romans. And a lot of us can relate to Paul. A lot of us was a mess. But I'm talking about myself. Liar. Cheever. Dirty. Backbiter. Want to see people destroyed for nothing, for no reason at all. Haters. But, when you, but you know, when you're out to do something dirty, and you have a counter with Christ, he'll knock you off your high horse. He'll knock you off your high horse. And he will transform everything about your life, your motives, everything you want to do. Once you have an encounter with Jesus, you, once you have an encounter with Jesus, your plans is not your plans. Your ways is not your ways. It's his ways. Hallelujah. Romans Romans 5, Romans 5 says, and 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm reading out of the NIV. Through him we have gained access. We have access to the Father. We have access by faith into his grace in which we, were, which we now stand. We can't, like I said, we can't stand alone. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in, this, in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, yes, yes. produces yes. Uh, character, mm -hmm. character hope, and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he had given us. Yes. We're going to suffer, saints. Yeah. We're going to continue to suffer. Yeah. We're going to continue to go through. Yes. But you know we ain't suffering alone. Because yeah. Jesus went to the cross yeah. to bear all of that. So if he suffered, and you're a child of God, and you're having an encounter with God, and you're connected with God, and you're a son or daughter of God, you're going to have suffering. But it's not about yourself. We have a Holy Spirit. Yeah. We the Holy Spirit that guides us through all truth. So you can lie if you want to, but the Holy Spirit will convict you. Hallelujah. 
and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts again by the Holy Spirit. You see, at just the right time, when we still, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. One time he was ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man. Though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in, for us in this while we were still sinners. Still sinners. Still sinning. Sinning yesterday. Sinning today. Sinning in the future. Christ died for us. Since we now have been justified by his blood on Calvary, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, Jesus Christ. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only so, not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our God, Jesus Christ. Through him, we have now received reconciliation. We have been reconciled, too. We have been reconciled, saints. We are the ministry, we have ministry of reconciliation. Jesus reconciled us to God. We have a ministry of reconciliation. We are now connected. We don't have to be dirty anymore. We don't think we have to do it all by ourselves. We don't think we don't have no more power. We don't think we don't have, we don't, we don't have no more resources. We don't think God won't uh, give us abundance. We are connected to Christ. Use your power. What you, what you hope for? Get your hopes up. Praise the Lord, saints. For he is worthy. I want to make sure you hear me good. I, I didn't come here with all that long stuff today. If it's only one word, I want you to get what God has given me, to give to the people what I done been through. I said what I done been through. Learning as a believer. You got to learn how to be a believer. But I didn't come here to preach like that today. I need a reader. Give me uh, Romans. What was it, 12 and 3? Let's try, let's try three first. Yep, let's go there first. Father God, first of all, I thank you for another day that I never seen before and I won't see again. It don't matter about what the enemy try to stop me from getting here or not. I made a promise to you, God, no matter what. Thank you, Bishop. I wasn't going to come today. But I thank God for a woman of God like this. See, you got to know, you can't guess and think and write it down. You got to know when you're being attacked by, attacked by the devil. That means something good going to happen. I want somebody to get something from this little short word I'm going to give you. All right? Go ahead and read it for me, sis. Uh, for I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than Hold it right there. You ain't all that. Ain't nobody here all that. So I don't care what position you in or whatever in the church, you can be the bishop of the 97 C's. It don't mean nothing to God. God loves us all the same. We give honor because God gives these men of God that recognition. We're supposed to honor them. Hello, somebody. We're supposed to be in order about all of this. 
But I want to get to keep on what God told me to share with you guys. Go ahead. But to think soberly, according as huh? God has dealt to every man. Every man. A measure of faith. So don't think you all that, that you so holy, you don't do nothing wrong and try to throw it on other folks. Ain't nobody that, this is a hospital. This is a place to be resurrected and restored. We're supposed to hold each other up. Don't get so deep on folks. Come on, somebody. Stop getting deep on folks like, I never sinned in my life. You think about crazy stuff in your mind right now. Come on now, ain't nobody there. I just want to preach the truth, okay? All right, finish, finish that, because I'm going to finish. I'm gonna, okay, go, go to four. in one body, uh -huh. and all members have not the same office. Come on. So we, being many, are one body in Christ. That's Come on now. And everyone, members, one of another. That's right. Having the gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Mm -hmm. Whether prophecy, let us uh, See there? Amen. Ain't Paul talking some good stuff there? Yeah. According to the proportion of faith. Okay. For ministry, okay. let us wait on our ministry. <laughs> Hold it right there, okay. right there, because I'm going to make it short. I believe in being in order. That's me. If, if your leader give you a time to speak, be in order. God still is a person of order. That's how you get your blessings. We all got a story to tell, but I want to make mine as short as possible. It's just basically saying what I have just got through saying. Don't think yourself to be so deep. I don't care what office you in. Is I right about that, Bishop? I don't care what off. You supposed to love people like you love Christ. It's all about love. If you don't know there's something wrong with you walking this thing. Because that's who he is. Now, I'm going to finish it off right here. Now, Trey said a lot of good stuff. Go to uh, Romans 12 and 1. By the what? By the mercies of God. By the mercy of God. That ye present your bodies a you, living sacrifice. All right, hold it right there, because this is going to cover all that other good stuff. Let me tell you something. To be a Christian, it takes sacrifice like Jesus did. Yeah. Amen. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. We have to be sacrificed. People going to talk about you. Yeah. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They going to... Do crazy things to jealous. You got all kinds of spirits out here. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop looking at it in the natural. Yes, right. We have to look at the way God looks at it. Amen. We got to follow the word of God because it's a command. Yeah. That's why so many people are not so happy. Because you know what they do? They come here, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and you know what happened? They go back out thinking the same thing. Amen. They don't chew the word. They have in their mind, you know what, I can't get with, I can't wait to get with sister so-and-so because they don't know, but God know. Come on, somebody. Uh, I'm going out there to drink alcohol. I got a whole bunch of it. And I want God to help me. Hello, somebody. I just got to walk in the spirit as God tell me to walk. I don't apologize for preaching. I would never do that. I'm going to tell you the truth. 
because the truth will set you free. How, let's get a Lord hand clap right there. It's all about being truthful with God and with people. We have to stop putting on the front. We have to be real with people. We have to be an open book. I ain't got nothing. I got a lot of stuff to tell. But I just thank God just to say, he saved me. He saved me. It took work. And it's still taking work. I ain't there. God told me, you know what? Be ye renewed by the transforming of your mind. We can't be thinking the same thing, talking about we come here to praise God and, and expect to change. You're going to stay on the same level. You're going to stay on that same level. Wherever you bless, God wants you to come up in your blessings and the way you think. We're supposed to think like Christ. We're supposed to think like him. Come on, somebody. We got, we got to stop the devil on his tracks. We got to stop having that old mindset. You got to be renewed. You got to change the way you think. Amen. And that's why he died on the cross. To take all of it. But we have to give it to him. Is I right about that? He ain't going to take it if you don't want to give it to him. If you keep on those, you're going to keep hurting yourself. And I just thank God for this message. I hope somebody got something from it today. Holy Ghost, today did this one. And I thank you. Let's give him honor. Come on, let's give him glory. Come on, somebody. Let's give him praise. Because he's worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My presentation is three minutes and 51 seconds. You guys bear with me. To God be the glory. As I presented it to my mother last night, I, I, I recorded myself. To God be the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I would like to thank my bishop for this opportunity. Pastor Mayville, God bless you. I thank you, God, and I would just like to say a short, quick prayer. Thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to present you, Lord God, in any way, any opportunity, Lord God. I have to stand behind this sacred desk, Lord God. I give you praise, glory, and honor, Father God. And I say thank you. In your precious Holy Ghost name, Lord God, I say amen, amen, and amen. The importance of the res resurrection in our lives today. I'll be coming from Philippians 1 verses 20 through 23. According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit for my labor. Yet what what? I shall choose, I cannot tell. For I am hard pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Hallelujah. Paul wanted to make sure Jesus was clearly visible in his life more than ever, acknowledging that Christ would be magnified in his body, meaning his whole life. Amen. It was the power of the Holy Spirit he looked to 
to magnify Christ, amen? Not something from within himself. So for starters, one way out of an abundance of ways to the resurrection is important in our lives, in my life today, is because when Jesus ascended into heaven, not only Paul, but you and I have the power to receive his Holy Spirit if you believe as it states in Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. Paul goes on to say that to live is Christ and to die is gain because Jesus got up just like Paul knew the resurrection allows us to see Jesus's face again in heaven so to die is gain people of God and while we're on and while we're here on earth because of the resurrection to live is Christ amen so no matter what it looks like see Paul was in shackles locked up in prison however he still knew there was life in Christ so no matter what life may look like in here on earth, remember, if you're living in Christ, all things are possible. If I live on in the flesh, this will be fruit for my labor. See, Paul knew living here on earth meant he had to spread the good news of Jesus to all of God's people that he could reach. So how many of us know that this is Jesus's greatest commission? In Matthew 28, 16 through 20, he had given the to the 11 disciples because by this time we know Judas had betrayed him. And so we had 11 disciples. And so they had went into Galilee on the mountain and so Jesus had given them the greatest commission to go teach baptize and make disciples and making disciples amen and so the resurrection of Jesus Christ allows us not only myself but each of us to take charge and go baptize and teach and make God's disciples amen so what I shall choose I cannot tell means this is in our verses we just went over Paul was in a dilemma because he saw the advantages of both life and death living here on life and spreading the good news the great commission or to die and be in the presence of Jesus Christ amen so here in this case it was to the people of Philippians he was spreading the good news too and so we know Paul's journey he was spreading the good news whether in shackles or whether he was able to do it himself amen he was sending the news through people amen and so the resurrection allows us to serve others to the glory of our Lord until we have the privilege to see his face and sit at his feet amen so as I take my seat I leave you with the last verse as Paul stated the resurrection allows us to minister to God's people and look forward to the eternal life so I don't know about you I too struggle like Paul as verse 24 says for I am hard pressed between the two having a desire to depart and be with Christ which is far better to God be the glory glory to God well Dre you pastor um, minister Dre he spoke about not having notes and things. That's fine. <laughs> having notes is fine. But I don't have, I, I got something in my heart. <laughs> the word of God says be ready in and out of season. So I always have something to say about the Lord. And I'm going to try to stay under that, the time we was given. But first I want to give glory to God. Because it's all about God. And then I want to acknowledge our bishop. 
Mr. Marguerite Clark, my wife. And then I want to acknowledge Pastor Rudy and his wife, Lady Z. And by the way, that was powerful, Lady Z. We need to be hearing you more. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to acknowledge all the ministers here. And I want all of us that in here to acknowledge that we all are ministers. Especially if you accepted Christ, you are a minister of reconciliation. So there's no little, we, I said this earlier, there's no little you and big me. So if we ain't doing that. Don't feel left out or anything. Because in God's eyesight, he says you're the apple of his eye. Now let me get back before I lose my last minute. But, uh, <laughs> but I want to say that uh, when I think of the resurrection, I think a, a word comes to my mind, proof. Proof. You know, if you get stopped by the police or anything, and you, you know, whose vehicle is this? Where's your license registration? I got a license registration. That's my vehicle. You got some proof? You know, until you prove yourself, you really just sound like you macking, not facking. You know, so, but Christ. All of these prophetic words were said about what was going to happen, what Christ was going to do. And, and he, the, the, the Messiah was going to come. And, all, and everybody waited around. But the Messiah came. That was proof. Yeah, all these prophecies that he would suffer and die, carry the weight of the world on his shoulders. He did it. Proof. Amen. He was going to die. And on the third day, he would rise again. Be raised from the dead. Yeah. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. Proof. Proof. He showed himself to 500 yeah. and then more and more. You know, Jesus. proof yeah. that gives validity to the Bible itself. Because if not, it would all be a farce. Yeah. A book of lies. It would just be another dead person. We go, to, some people go to the cemetery to visit the dead. They ain't there, but we go Amen. to Amen. visit them, you know. Jesus said, the angels asked uh, Mary, you know, he asked them, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? Right. Yeah. On, he ain't there. Yeah, right. Now, I'm going to change the channel real quick because I do have one scripture. <laughs> Let me find it. Galatians 2.20. If you have died with Christ, you know, I say Galatians 2.20, that's Colossians. If you have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live. See, I've been crucified too. If you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've been crucified too. And you've been raised from the grave. Yeah, you've been raised from the grave. Let me explain. So he says that, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I thank God so, so much. I feel emotional right now because of the life that I used to live, the life I used to live. I don't have to live it no more. I died. When, when Christ died, for our sins, and I accepted him, I was crucified. I died. 
just like he died, I died. The old man died. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, the old man is dead. The new man lives. So every day I have to die to myself more. And the power comes from the finished work on the cross. So I thank God for what he did. Dying for me. And being raised from the grave to show the validity of his word, the truth of who he is. You know, I, I, I'm telling you, Hallelujah. I tried everything I could do. I tried. I stopped drinking for, oh, I was a drinker, drinker. But, I mean, you probably couldn't tell because I wasn't stumbling around or nothing, but my head was. <laughs> my head was stumbling around, and my life was dysfunctional, and I was crippled. You didn't get to see me in the toilet with my head in the toilet bowl. Oh, Lord, please get me through this one. I'll never do it again. You ain't see me begging the Lord to give me my life back. You know, help me to do this and that. But he did. And I took the time out and did that. You know, and a lot of the times I went back to the liquor store after that. But he never gave up on me. He never gave up on me. God took me and, to, and, and I seriously asked him. And when the words of my mouth lined up with my heart, that's when something supernatural happened. Hallelujah. That's when he began to shape me and mold me. Come on this way. Yeah, he began to coach me. We all need a life coach. And God began to coach me. And the times when I didn't want to come forward no more, he said, no, no, I know you feel faint, but don't get tired in your well-doing. Keep coming this way. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. You're doing good. Keep on coming. And I stopped, and then there came a time, especially at the beginning, where I wanted to go back to the liquor store. I didn't want to follow God because it, it was easier for me to turn around and go back to the old life. But God said, no, no, I know. I know it's hard. I know you don't want to do that. But come on, it's going to get better. It's going to get a little worse first, but come on. Keep coming. And I crawled and I crawled until I learned how to hear the Lord, until I learned how to have strength in the Lord. Until I learned how to have strength in the Lord. You have to grow in the Lord. You have to grow. The word of God says, it's in him that I live, move, and have my being. He has to become your all in all. He has to become your strength. When it don't, we don't live by faith. We don't, we don't live by sight. We live by faith. So the just shall live by faith and not by sight. So, and let me just add something else in that. He didn't say the just shall live by emotions. Because if you live by emotions, you're going you gonna to be in a hurricane. Because you know how we are. We feel one way in the next. I could say one word right now and everybody will feel somewhere different. What? Oh, he had me for a minute. That's because of our emotions. We get offended and assaulted, insulted by anything. Promotion comes from the Lord. Respect that. God brings promotion. Don't you dare down a person that God has promoted. Because yes, you messing with God's decisions. You know. But never think of ourselves as highly. In all of this. Because Jesus came and washed the disciples feet. To show them. That 
Yeah, I'm your leader. Now watch what your leader does. And then he washed their feet. Peter said, I can't wash your feet. I'm not going to wash your feet. We should be washing. He said, well, if, you, if I can't wash your feet, you're not going to be clean. And Peter said, well, then wash my back and wash my head and wash my arms and wash everything. <laughs> he said, no, the rest of it is clean. I'm just showing you something. Because the biggest of us become servants. Promotion means you are more of a servant. Now you're more of a servant. Now you're more of a servant, but don't chop down nobody for being promoted. You are more because promotion comes from Almighty God. That's right. That's right. We ain't boxing with Him. No. So I just want to say that I thank God so much for stay, giving me the staying power, for showing me that He's faithful and true. He's faithful and true because I'm locked on like a pit bull, and I ain't never letting go, and I don't even want to have sense to try to let go. That wouldn't be good sense anyway. If you don't know the Lord, come to know the Lord. I don't care what the world offers you, what it looks like, trust God. I'm telling you, I've never been a dummy. But I had enough sense in my madness to call out to the Lord. And, I, and when I called out to him, he heard me. So he hears you. Call out to him. You've been crucified with Christ. You died with Christ. Died to the old self. And then you now in Christ you live. Now that live part means you have to be obedient to his precepts and everything he's saying. You have to believe what he says. Believe it whether you see it or not. You believe the Lord. And that's where we want to be. We want to be where we, in Christ alone, I stand. Amen. In Christ alone, I stand. Not Christ and Muslim, not Christ and mustard sandwiches, whatever. I'm saying, you know, people want to be Christ and circumcision, Christ and uh, Christ and these little trinkets I got over here that we're going to, Christ and a uh, horoscope, Christ and, you know, in Christ alone. In Christ alone. There's nothing there. He don't need no help. He don't need no help. Christ alone. Put your faith in that. Put your trust in that. And if you accepted him and you haven't quite done it yet, know that you must die just like he did to your old man, old ways, and be born again in this newness. Amen? Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Praise God. Give an honor to God who is my life. And our great bishop here and Elder Clark and Elder, all the elders in the, in the house. Amen. All the pastors, all the ministers. Everybody here, all the whole congregation. Amen. I'm giving honor. Amen. Thank God for all of you all. Now speak a blessing over all of you all right now. Amen. God is good. Amen. You know why, why we're here though today? Because we're celebrating the greatest event in the whole world. 
<laughs> There's no greater event than this. And that's why we can't stop. There is no greater event than today. <laughs> Amen. When Jesus died on that cross, that was it. Amen. I remember Ringling Brothers used to say, we're the greatest show on earth. Amen. What Jesus did, the death, his life, death, burial, and resurrection is the greatest thing in this whole world. <laughs> Praise God. So we celebrate that. But what I want to give you all today is a principle that comes out of that event. Amen. I want to bless you real good on this Resurrection Sunday because God revealed this to me. And it was just so clear how he showed it to me, right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. We know our greatest example, period, is Jesus Christ. We don't have any better example than that. Amen. And in order to redeem us back to himself, two things God did with Jesus. He obeyed God, and then Jesus gave his life. Amen. But when he gave his life, God resurrected him. Amen. And when God resurrected him, he had all the power. And God has been emphasizing the power of giving. Who we miss that because that's so opposite of ourselves. So opposite. Your greatest blessings, saints, are going to come out of giving. And Jesus is our perfect example of that. Amen. If you have a need, sow a seed. Got to get that in your spirit. When he was teaching that to his disciples, he said, if you don't get this right here, what I'm teaching you now, I can't teach you anything. <laughs> you got to get that. Amen. Whatsoever a man sows, that's what he's going to reap. Elder Vic says, your blessings come from giving, not living. Amen. Says that all the time. He says that all the time. You got to understand God's principle of seed, time, and harvest. Whatever you put out, that's what you're going to get back. I wish I could talk to all them gang bangers. Huh? One day the Lord going to put me in front of them. He had done it before. And I got to tell him, if you go over there and shoot up their house, they going to come up and shoot up your house. Where you going to learn that? <laughs> but see, that one, that's why they can't learn nothing else. They don't have that one major principle. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. What does it say? Give, and it shall be given unto you. Let me show you all how it looks like in, in action, right? Because sometimes, you know, we're not feeling the love. You know, you say, I'm just not feeling the love. You know what you need to do? Sow love. <laughs> Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Amen. <laughs> oh, saying to God, if you're feeling sad, you know, I just don't feel happiness. You know, I'm sad. I'm depressed. Ain't that out of the world? I'm depressed. I need a pill. No, you don't. Amen. <laughs> You need to sow some joy. And not only will you receive happiness back, but you're going to receive strength. Because <laughs> the scriptures say the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Whatever you sow, saints, you're going to reap that. And until you get that peace, if you broke, you just never seem to have enough money. 
And that, that, that hole just in your pocket. Every time the ends just don't meet. Just sow finances. Woo, we can get that piece right there. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Amen. Here, let me, give it, let me give it to you like this. What you do for others, God is going to do for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I remember I just got to give you this, and then I want to read you a couple of strip, scriptures, and I'm done. I, I had this nice van. I used to have a lot of vans. My sons used to talk about me, call them Scooby-Doo vans. They say, Daddy always got a Scooby-Doo van. But one time I had a real, I had a Venture, I think it was a Chevy Venture. It was a real nice van. God said, give it away. I said, give it away. <laughs> give my car away. I thought you said you was going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> and then he played my voice back when I said that. Amen. Well, whatever you tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever you tell me to say, that's what I'm going to say. So I gave the car away. Amen. I promise you all, I've never had a car problem since. Yeah, I got a car. I shouldn't say that. I got a car problem. I got too many of them. Amen. My wife said, what you going to do with all these cars? You can't be parking them in front of people's houses. I and I gave some more away, too. Amen. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to get back. I didn't know he was even trying to bless me. I was just being obedient. <laughs> Listen to me, saints of God. God needed a family. He needed a family. What did he do? He sold himself. He sold himself on the cross. He needed a family. What did he reap? All of us. Amen. That is the most powerful scripture, and this day is the most powerful day in the world. Amen. Get that in your spirit. Amen. You've got this. Whatever you put out, you will get it back. Trust God. I heard somebody say that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Here's the scripture I want to read. Oh, the car read it already, but I'm going to read it again because, you know, the Lord taught me, whoever say what I say or whatever, you say what I tell you to say. Y'all can come up here and say it over. I'm still going to say it. Amen. I learned that hard lesson. Oh, I'm going to change the message. I ain't changing nothing. Amen. All right. Galatians 2.20 says this. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave, y'all get that part, gave himself for me. Get that in your spirit, saints of God. That's the whole ball of wax. <laughs> if you can get that one. You'll never be without whatever. That's why he says all your needs are met according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He got all your needs. All right, I'm trying to show you how to get them. Huh? That's all I'm trying to do. The last scripture, Luke 6, 38, it says, give, come on, and it shall be given unto you. How? In good measure. What else? Press down. What else? And shaking together. What else? And running over. 
shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it should be measured to you again. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word and revelation of your word, Lord. I want to share with you all real quickly something that happened uh, to me recently. Um, and I heard somebody say, when you're doing this, don't, don't take a pill. But I want, I want you all to know that the other day, um, I went out and I bought the bins that I've been wanting. Yeah, amen. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. But do you know sometimes you have to pay the cost? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the I, I don't know if it happened to you, Lady Z, because she bought her one last week, right? Two weeks ago. Amen. 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 Praise God. And I've been wanting this particular white bins every time I saw somebody in this Mercedes bin I wanted that one because it was white it was a and the night the day that we got it I went home and oh the word okay so I said did I really say wait how much I have to get paid I mean wait what 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 and I reviewed and I looked over the contract and I got so stressed out I could, and then we had to leave we were going to Cleveland the next day on Saturday and I tossed and turned in bed and I knew I had to preach in Cleveland seven last words I couldn't even get that together because I'm worried about wait a minute what did I sign what do we what do I have to pay and the stress and so as I was lying there I opened my phone sister Michelle you need to hear this Michelle she had put on the Facebook on, she said, what, don't stress out. Whatever you're stressing out, trust God. Amen. Trust God. And, I, and God just honestly, I could hear him say, Margie, trust me. I provide a way for you to get this thing. <laughs> I don't want you to love this thing. Yeah, but trust me, if I provide it for you to get this Mercedes Benz, you're going to be able to pay for it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Stop stressing out, you all, over material things. I love what Elder B says. If you want blessings, start giving, because true living is giving. Amen. 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 I thank God also for some of the things that came through my grandson and granddaughter um uh Drake Carr and I and Elder um uh Hickabottom and my husband and I we traveled oh my god we went to Cleveland we were in Amish country we got to meet Don King's daughter who also we were on a beautiful rolling land and meadows on his estate and we got to meet them and she started a church right there on on her daddy the boxing promoter's estate amen amen and and the Amish came the whites came the Mexicans came the blacks came and the church and the night before that we preached the seven last words me and my husband had he had the third I had the seven and the joy that was in the place our friend Bishop Rogers turned a big old ugly warehouse into a beautiful convention center oh it's so beautiful and Pastor Raymond remember we used to envision God would have us preaching before conventions and the masses we say hey, 
The vision was realized on Friday night. And it wasn't just because we, oh my God, and the shouting and the running and the glory. Oh my God, what, what a time we had on Friday night. And then on Saturday morning, we were with uh, Don King's daughter. And just the glory crowd, glory cloud in both places. And God says, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here in Amish country. I'm here just like I am back in Illinois. And we loved, we loved being, he gave us a glorious time. And I thank God for all he's done. And then because we talked about the suffering on the cross, we look forward to now talking about the rat. Getting up, the resurrection. Amen. What, what is the hype? What is the excitement about today? Why are we so glad about today? What, what, you know, what's it all about? Hey, what's up with that? They run around and shouting, what, what is this all about? Well, I call your attention just real quickly to John, the 20th chapter. John, the 20th chapter, the 13th through the 18th verse. And it said, then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now, when she had said this, she turned around, and she saw Jesus standing there. And did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him, Rabboni, Rabboni, she saw him. And Mary was experiencing a joy. I mean, she had been there at the base of the cross. She saw them nailing his hands. She heard him sighing and saying it is finished she heard him oh god why have you forsaken me she saw her lord being crucified and so three days later she's at the tomb and she's looking and the stone somebody said the stone was rolled away and nobody was there and then she thought a gardener standing came up and she said and he says woman what what are you looking for she said where my chief where you know, she's in dismay. She's unhappy. She, you know, she said, where his body? If you know where they took him, please let me know. And then Jesus said, Mary, I stand here to tell you today that what all the excitement is about, Jesus is calling your name. Oh, you better listen. Jesus knows you. He knows right where you are today. Stones are rolled away in your life. You don't have to suffer no more. I heard Drake said, if you got power, you got anointing, and then you got an assignment. Jesus is calling some of you <laughs> back to your assignment. He's calling you. Yes, he is. He's calling your name today. I don't know your, all your names, but Jesus is calling your name. Jesus is calling you, Asia. Jesus is calling you. Yes, he is, Michelle. Jesus is calling you, Autumn. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Jasmine, Jesus is calling you. Yes, he is. He doesn't want you to walk out of here not knowing that he knows your name. Richard,
preacher, Jesus is calling you today. Yes, he is. He said, don't turn your back on me. I did this for you. Everybody else may be rejoicing, but I'm calling your name today. All the problems you walked in here with, all the hurts, the disappointments. And he said, I'm rolling all that away. <laughs> yeah, today, Jesus, and that's what you can be excited about. He knows your name. Hallelujah. He knows your name. I need you to stand on your feet.